Welcome to the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay. This is your positive path for spiritual living. All right, everyone. How many of you got stuffed on Thanksgiving? <laughs> slowly hands were coming up. I think you're still under the effect of the turkey, so it's making you move a little slowly. Well, if you didn't get stuffed on Thanksgiving, how many of you got stuffed on Black Friday? No? some shake. You know, it's a good thing if we didn't necessarily get stuffed because this truly is the season to be overstuffed, is it not? We could really enter into that space. Last week, I was really needing some support. I was feeling very overwhelmed last week, and I really felt inspired to go and look at Myrtle Fillmore's letters, one of our Unity co-founders, and I found actually something that I, either I read it before and just hadn't noticed it too deeply, or it just inspired me this time around. Um, but she wrote about Thanksgiving, and this is what she said. The day of national Thanksgiving is a day originally instituted in recognition of God as the source of the nation's supply and prosperity. A day set apart as a special tribute of praise and gratitude to the great giver of all good. Since the home is the bulwark of the nation, the responsibility of the proper observance of this holiday rests with those in the homes. Shall we not also eliminate our intemperate custom of keeping Thanksgiving with too much eating and drinking? Let us keep the spirit of Thanksgiving uppermost in the home throughout the daily exercise of it. Inviting us into the proper observance of this holiday. And it surprised me, actually, because she probably wrote this maybe close to 100 years ago. I didn't realize that Americans from the very get-go were just eating, 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 and drinking, drinking, drinking on Thanksgiving. I thought it was a fairly new thing that was going on. Um, but like I said, I was feeling really overwhelmed, and I really wanted to um, check in with Myrtle and see what she could tell me about what I was feeling in this feeling of being overwhelmed. How many of you sometimes get the feeling of being overwhelmed? There's so much going on in our individual lives, right? There's so much going on, as Reverend Chris mentioned last Sunday, reminded us, there's even so much going on here in this community as we get closer and closer to the sale of this building, of these grounds, and we get closer and closer to discerning where it is that we are moving to. So there's lots going on here also. There's lots going on in our greater community in the world. And so it can be very difficult to find the space the rest from all those things that are going on, all those things that are happening. And this is the season that sort of kicks off this very busy season, right? Um, now, it's supposed to kick off the season of giving, right? We give thanks, we give gratitude, we give praise. But somewhere along the line, maybe for us individually or us collectively, it became also the season of buying, right? The season of getting. And I was really inspired to look into where that came from because that did seem a little new. And actually, Black Friday only started in the 80s. Um, and this consumerism that became a part of this season um, actually was something that um, 
was intentional after the world uh, wars. And there's this uh, economist named Victor Lebeau who wrote in 1955, our enormously productive economy demands that we make consumption our way of life, that we convert the buying and use of goods into rituals, that we seek our spiritual satisfaction and our ego satisfaction in consumption. We laugh, we giggle, and question how much of that has become true for us. Maybe it's not the wholeness of where we're at, but do we have a little bit of this desire for consumption, this idea that with the consumption of goods, things into our life, the busyness, we can fill some sort of void that we may be experiencing or that we may not feel comfortable in. And it seems to me that we are overstuffed with things, with things in our relationships, with negativity, with thoughts, right? How many of you sometimes just want to tell your mind, cool it. <laughs> it's enough what's going on up there. And we want to say enough and we want to experience life in a different way. Now, last week, um, it was really interesting, about a week and a half ago, actually, um, we decided to clean our garage at our home. Well, I remember when we first bought our home and we were going to have our first garage to put a car in, we were so excited. How many of you have a garage that doesn't fit your car anymore? right? I mean, it gets, you start putting things in. And so my garage was that. And to get from one side of the garage to the other side, you kind of had to zigzag and move around things, right? And all of a sudden I thought, enough. We really need to clear this out. We did one run to Goodwill. We did a couple of runs to the dump. I put a bunch of things on offer up. We went from a garage that had so much stuff we could hardly get through to a garage that has uh, two shelves, small shelves within it, and fits our car. That's how overstuffed we were. So I was telling, I was so excited um, that I told Jason, one of our coworkers here, about it. He said, oh, that's awesome that you did that, especially in advance of your talk on being overstuffed. It hadn't dawned on me <laughs> that that's what it was, but it makes total perfect sense because the moment that I set the intention on speaking about how we're overstuffed, the desire to simplify, the desire to create space in my life, what did the universe do? But created this divine idea of making that space, and I just walked right into it. I just took action on that divine idea. So it tells me the power that we have even this morning of creating that intention, creating the intention of no longer being overstuffed, no longer being consumptors or whatever that word even is, but to just allow ourselves to be in the space, to allow ourselves to be in the empty space. How does that feel to think of yourself as being in an empty space? What it feels like to me is what I now experience because with that mindset, now every time I walk through my garage, I really want to see what it is showing up for me as, right? And so the moment I walk into that garage is the moment that I, all of a sudden I feel space. I feel like there's room to grow, not room to put more things in, but just room to expand in. And it really has created this deep desire within me to go further into the emptiness, to go further into that space. Very interesting enough, actually, some of the things that I fill my space up with is people. I love to be around people. If I don't have enough people around me every so often, I start feeling a little jittery, start feeling a little alone. And so 
you know, looking at that, and I just had the perfect example. Again, create the intention, and things show up. At the 9.30, at 9.15, we had a little pray-in for all those that are serving at Unity on the Bay to come in and pray in for the uh, morning. And 9.15 shows around, not one soul in that room. And I start getting a little jittery. And then, oh, wait, I'm talking <laughs> about space. I'm talking about the emptiness. So all of a sudden, I just thought, okay, I'm going to step into it. I got up. I was about to just take in the space, pray myself in. As soon as I took a deep breath, two people showed up. But I had to be comfortable with being in that space. I had to allow that experience to show me what needed to be healed, to show me what it was that made me uncomfortable about being in that space. Now, it made me really think that and the garage, what goes on in our mind, right? Like I talk about having to like maneuver myself through my garage. How many of us maneuver ourselves through our thoughts? Right? Like, oh, I'm going to go this way and zigzag through my mind until I get to a clearing, right? Well, the power of being able to be in the clearing, and Wayne Dyer says, everything that's created comes out of the silence. Your thoughts emerge from the nothingness of silence. Your words come out of this void. Your very essence emerged from emptiness. Take a moment to feel that. Your very essence emerged from emptiness. All creativity requires some stillness. How can we get back to that emptiness, to that feeling of stillness? Because in that feeling of stillness, in that space, is truly where we can connect to that, become more aware of that Christ essence that is within us. And that space is really the space of potentiality, right? It's, yes, it feels empty, but there's so much in it. Yes, it feels like a void. It feels like a nothingness and also an allness in that moment. And that is where the creativity of God, the clarity for us to all of a sudden connect to those divine ideas shows up in our lives. And so we may be overwhelmed. We may be experiencing life. How can we take a moment to rest, to create that space around us? And this is the season that is really busy. We like to get busy with Christmas parties, right? How many of you already know some of the places where you'll be during the holiday season? We get busy with shopping. We get busy with uh, friends. And it's not necessarily a, a bad thing, a negative thing, but how many of us do that without allowing ourselves to have the space to truly go within, in lieu of, right? Can we do both? Can we be in the stillness? Can we be in the emptiness for a while and still then be of this world? Now, the Christ essence, this busy season that we're starting, it's really about a preparation, right, for Christmas. And it's a beautiful preparation. We begin with Thanksgiving. We begin with giving gratitude and then to create the space for this Christ essence, this nature, divine nature that we are to be reborn within us during the Christmas holiday. That's how we interpret it metaphysically. The, Charles Fillmore, the other co-founder of the Unity Movement, says, I gladly let go of the old. My whole being expands with the new life in Christ. Releasing, letting go, 
being in the space to allow that new idea, the new awareness of the Christ essence that we are to show up. And the 12 powers, by the way, is this book where Charles Fillmore talked about these 12 powers that we have, these 12 faculties, and one of them being renunciation, one of them being the ability to release that which is no longer serving us and allow it to go back into the nothingness from which it came. It's um, as we were sharing in the meditation, how much of our time that we want to go into meditation is really about allowing ourselves to feel comfortable in the void, feel comfortable in the space between thoughts, between words. So I thought, well, how can we play with this? How can we work with this? And I came up for me with three easy steps, and it's so easy that they all start with the letter D, okay? So everybody ready for the three Ds? Three Ds, discern. Discern where it is in your life where you are feeling overwhelmed. Discern where in your life you feel like it's just too much. Then take the steps of decluttering. Whatever that decluttering is. For me, my garage was letting go of all those things. And by the way, I love that you can do it externally and that you can do it internally, right? Because internally, you can declutter yourself of negative thing, uh, thinking, negative feelings, of relationships that are hurtful, that sort of thing. Uh, externally also. And I love to do things externally because many times when I do things externally, like cleaning out the closet, cleaning out the, that one drawer that you have in the kitchen, we all have that one drawer in the kitchen that has everything, or a closet that is uh, full and it's about to burst, it gives us permission to then do the internal stuff. It gives us permission because we've set the intention of cleaning stuff up. And all of a sudden, again, what does the universe do with our intentions? Provides us more and more opportunities, externally and then internally. So discern, declutter, and then you just step into that emptiness, into that space in delight. Really allow yourself to feel comfortable with that. So what are you a glutton for? What are you a glutton for? Could it be food? right? We just went through Thanksgiving, and could, we, could it be a food addiction? Could it just be the desire to fill ourselves up with food? Could it be the stuff that you buy? Somebody at the earlier service just screamed out, shopping. <laughs> she was aware of the things that she was um, working with. It could also be with relationships, with individuals, right? Like how many of us are maybe in some relationships that require new boundaries, and we're gluttons for feeling hurt, we're gluttons for punishment because we haven't created those boundaries in our life. Um, I was experiencing with a lot of people last week that this was the holiday for healthier boundaries with family. Anybody experience that this holiday season? Anybody then want to experience it for Christmas <laughs> after Thanksgiving? But we can create those healthy boundaries. And we talk about the fact that we evolve as individuals and we have this growth that takes place. And yet at the same time, we've evolved and yet we still want to fit into old ways of being in our relationships. It's our newness in us, a renewal in us, but we want to go into the old wineskins of relationships instead of finding new wineskins. What about relationships where you maybe felt like there's been some hurt or anger, right? And you step into a room with somebody and all of a sudden you can, what is it? Um, uh, cut the tension with a knife, right? Stuff between us. 
not emptiness, not clarity, not clearing, right? What is it that you can do? And I don't know what it's uh, being called for you to do in the ways in which you simplify and declutter your life. What I'm simply saying is that this is the perfect season for us to be able to step more fully into that and be more comfortable with the emptiness and the space so that the life that we want to have, the life that we are wanting to experience actually has space to grow it through, I remember when I wanted to be in a loving relationship with a partner, I realized that one of the things that was ha happening is that I was on the phone with my friends all the time. And I was thinking, well, if I want a, you know, a, a partner in life, they don't have the space to give me a call. So I stopped calling, talking with my friends that much to make space so that the call would come through, right? What are the ways in which you can clear up your life to then experience that which you want to experience? We seek all these things outside of us because there may be a feeling of a void, of an emptiness within us, when the reality is, is that when we, at least for my uh, experience, the moment that we feel more comfortable with just being in the void and in the emptiness, we realize that it's not so empty, that it's not so void as we thought because we start experiencing God in deeper ways and realize that God was there all the time. Myrtle Fillmore also said, the only place to find contentment and health is in the place or state of consciousness that Christ, the truth, has prepared for you. That's the only place to find contentment and health, the space of the Christ. And so this is a great opportunity for us to look at how we can declutter and make space. As we start looking at this time of preparation, that this season is, what are we preparing for? The rebirth of the Christ within us. It is um, the way in which we see the birth of Jesus taking shape within us. What happened in that story when Mary and Joseph were ready to bring in to the world this Christ nature through Jesus, what was happening? They were going from in to in, and what were they being told? We are full. Are we full? Are we so full that we don't have the space to experience life the way that we want to experience life? Is our life so full that we don't have the space for a new idea, a new way of being to show up and express through and as us? This is what this preparation can look like for you, to create the space so that when the Christ is um, ready to be rebirthed in you, It has the expansiveness. It has the space to grow through each and every one of us. Charles Fillmore. When the ego consciously lets go and willingly gives up its cherished ideals and loves, it has fulfilled the law of renunciation and is again restored to God's house. Are you ready to make the space to walk through and move into a deeper experience of God's life, God's house in your life? If so, this is the time to let go of this idea that we are consumers and to be consumed by spirit. To be overwhelmed, to move from being overwhelmed by life and the situations around us to be overwhelmed by the creative force of spirit as our lives. And so this is the opportunity before us. And this is the way in which we ourselves will heal that void that we think that we would find in that space and recognize that God has always been there. 
Thank you and have a, an amazing, joyous season. Thank you, Reverend Juan, for that wonderful message. I'm a writer, so I love alliteration, so let's review. Discern, declutter, delight, 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 delight. Wonderful. Okay. So right now is our prosperity opportunity. It is a chance for you to give back to the community that has spiritually fed you musically and with a great message today. How many of you really enjoyed today's service so far? All right. So this is a time for you to give back in that way. We have some giving envelopes in front of you if you would like to use those. You can also text uh, by going green to UOTV to 73256. So we're going to put that up there at 73256 if you would like to give by text, putting in the words UOTV. This is a wonderful opportunity for a sacred demonstration of prosperity, so we're gonna give you a few moments of silence in order to prepare your gift. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay a spiritual community located in Miami, Florida. Unity on the Bay is supported by the generosity of its community. If you'd like to make a donation or learn more about Unity on the Bay, please visit unityonthebay.org. You can also follow Unity on the Bay on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for even more positive spiritual inspiration. Until next time, thanks for listening and many blessings. Namaste. Namaste.